0: Thank you again for listening to The Raven's Post here on Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. In one place, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back to our show. Welcome, my dark block, to The Raven's Post, Episode 2. Today's story is by Reddit user JoeDog93. Let's see what happens when you get a job at the town's local hotel. The Secrets of the Starlight Hotel My name is Mike and this message goes out to all who happen to follow me online. In my time here on Reddit I have enjoyed countless ghost stories about haunted houses and so forth. That's all they were though just stories. My mother passed away recently and while some of my relatives and I were cleaning her attic I came across my old journal. I wish I hadn't. What happened all those years ago it all came flooding back to me through the dusty weather pages of an old notebook. The memories of so long ago were dead and buried, and I would have preferred them stay that way. It was around 20 years ago now, I was only a summer away from putting the whole North American landmass between me and my ponduck little town. The Starlight Resort, a quaint hotel in my town, popular with honeymooners, Looking for a romantic getaway and an old-timey colonial experience was the perfect opportunity for me to save up the last little bit of money I could before school started. I primarily worked at the front desk for the night shift. Getting a job was a breeze. Apart from a couple of regulars, the staff changed frequently. Unfortunately, being short-staffed so often required me to step outside my immediate duties at the time. I do remember there was a security guard who quit after only a day. It has been said that a lot of people who tried to work there in the past have never gone more than four or five days without quitting. Little did I know that I would soon find out why. Anyway, this is where my journal comes into play. In my day, we didn't hop on our cell phones and pointlessly update the world on every mundane aspect of our lives. If you were working late, you were bored and had a couple of options. A, be a normal human being and socialize with your co-workers. B, get a deck of cards out and kick your own ass in a game of solitaire. C, make your own entertainment, which in my case was journaling. In high school, English was my best subject and I had planned on majoring in it in college to either go into teaching or journalism or something of the sort so I was no stranger to jotting down my thoughts and feelings. At this point in my life, writing came second nature, and it was the best therapy and money didn't have to buy. A notebook doesn't lie or misinterpret. It only presents your thoughts and feelings and experiences as you dictate them. I used to write and sometimes even just doodle if it ever got slow enough where I wasn't constantly busy. I knew of the hotel's supposed haunting, and figured it might be fun to jot down some notes if i ever saw or felt anything out of the ordinary at the time the most i thought were ever gonna come from it were a few instances of cold drafts and some flickering lights here are some previously unobserved glimpses into the nightmares i experienced while working at the resort it was not unusual for me to jot things down at least twice a night once before i started a shift And once more after i got on break to make things easier to read i've split my writings into two separate parts per entry june 21st 1999 who would have thought i'd wind up here at the starlight hotel i'm sitting in the lobby as i write this the history of this place still lives on through the atmosphere here floating through the musty air and embedded in the handcrafted mahogany furniture and it seems like the stories about this place goes back as far as the hotel itself. Kevin Mackison from the gym class used to always talk about the lady in red. A long time ago, further and further back, depending on who you ask, a bride committed suicide on the night of her wedding. The story goes that a young bride having her wedding here in the reception lounge jumped off the top floor of the hotel after discovering her husband was having an affair legend has it she can still be seen wandering the top floor all hours of the night her face and dress covered in blood and broken bones from the impact of the fall i guess that's where the red comes from all to be young little freshman again it seems like every town has their own story about a ghost bride I can't believe people still fall for that one anymore. It does have me thinking though, all these rumors floating around about this place. Even if they are fake, the stories themselves have to be based on something. Maybe there's no ghost, but you never know. Affairs destroy marriages every day. And as unfortunate as it is, it is not unheard of for someone to fall out a window or something like that. Behind every legend could be a little piece of this place's history. Piecing together the secrets of the starlight might be fun. Well, I must take off now. My shift is starting and Mr. Gilbert, the boss, needs me. June 21st continued. Okay, so that was odd. The time is 1238 AM. It was about 20 minutes ago when this first happened, but this is the first moment's reprieve I've gotten. I want to get this out while it's still fresh in my mind as it can be. I was delivering some miscellaneous things to a couple of rooms on the top floor. It was just my luck that the elevator happened to be out of service so I've been getting my exercise in the access stairwell. The cold hard metal from the handrail was at war with the fire burning in my lungs from the physical activity. I had reached the top floor and headed for the door when a thunderous bang sent me soaring out of my skin on the opposite end of the door gazing through the door's window looking square at me was an unbelievably whitish young woman her face was surrounded in crimson sandy blood she screamed in pain open the door get in here now blood on her hands writhed as she slammed on the door commanded my attention i did not know what came over me but the next thing i knew i was welcoming her into my space she clenched onto me and started smearing blood all over my clothes as she whimpered into my ear where the hell have you been frozen in fear with unable to answer a second question came forth Are those my towels? It was then that I remembered room 1307's request. One of these reasons I had been sent up there in the first place. Damn it, the woman complained. It's been ten minutes now. She grasped a stack of towels and pressed them against her nose. The poor woman was taking a bath and went to wash her hair and smashed her face on the faucet. Talk about a jolt to the system that was an image i wouldn't soon forget i am finally back at the front desk now i took forever to talk to the woman and fill out the incident report okay so it wasn't the lady in red but it was a lady in red does that count for anything june 22nd night two here's to you and here's to an incident-free night no more bloody noses from here on out so far things have been quite Anyway, I have a company tonight. Someone else is on duty with me. Her name is Vivian. I could have used her help last night, but she mentioned something about her kid being sick with a cold. Her son, I think, and not being able to get a babysitter. We should have heard Mr. Gilbert when she showed up. I don't know how this chick puts up with this abuse. It's one thing to reprimand an employee for being late or not calling into work, but he has flat out berated her and bellowing at her like she was only a small child he kept going on about how she needed to take accountability and that she was still just a child with a child of her own she must really need this job if she's putting up with all this garbage here she comes now she must have been in the bathroom for half an hour i think she was crying anyway still nothing crazy to report tonight At least nothing as crazy as last night. It's probably silly for me to even bring this up, but I just can't get it out of my mind. I was ready to write the whole thing off myself until guests started calling and complaining. It sounded like moaning. I had noticed it earlier when I was running some things up to the second floor. Looking at the manifesto and judging by the rooms calling in, I would say it's coming from room 209. That's the only room on the floor that hasn't called and complained the only problem is room 209 hasn't been occupied in weeks according to the records there's a lot of secrets in room 209 that phrase is giving me the chills right now that one used to be spread like the plague up and down my school cafeteria the story would be almost completely different by the time it would make its way around the room though when i saw that room 209 was empty My heart nearly sank as the various stories came flooding back to me the sound coming from the room right now reminds me of one particular tale it was the early 1900s a young woman from a multitude of places depending on who you heard the story from immigrated to america to start a life of freedom and opportunity with her sweetheart the significant other came over first and got a job in a steel mill to pay for her passage over After arriving here and settling in room 209, she learned that he was tragically killed when a fire broke out at the mill. Upon learning of his death, the woman became despondent and barricaded herself in the room. Hotel staff tried everything they could, but were unable to enter the room. For ten days, the woman sat in the room, bawling her eyes out until finally succumbing to starvation and dehydration. When the staff finally managed to get through the door her lifeless body was discovered on the bed she was still clenching a pillow to her chest is this what i'm hearing right now the mournful sobs of a grieving widow leave it to vivian to head off to the bathroom again right now i'd give up my week's paycheck to have anyone else go up there with me and check it out i don't want to go alone when housekeeping goes in there to just clean the room they do it in shelves never going alone and they are always in and out no messing around what am i gonna do i'm just one man the new guy unfortunately i'm not really in any position to say no here goes nothing i'll have to be as quick as the maids with any luck i should be back before the ink on this paper dries june 22nd continued damn it i knew i shouldn't have gone up there what am i gonna do now i've never dealt with something like this before that room was completely emaciated how the hell could that have happened no one said anything not about this no one should go back into room 209 i got water all over my damn shoes and i locked this pair stupid busted pops i'm grateful that the damage was minimal at least mr gilbert Had me seal the room up. No one else on the floor reported any issues and no water got into anyone else's room. That's good news. Mr. Gilbert says that he is going to get some guys to handle it tomorrow. So I knew I didn't hear the cries of a grieving widow after all. Just the welling of a busted water pipe. Perhaps there is a lot of secrets in room 209. But that will have to wait until the room is repaired again. June 23rd. What fresh hell awaits me tonight? This has been the most stressful couple of days I've ever had. I guess somebody up there is making me work hard for my money. So far tonight has been gleefully uneventful, thank God. Maybe I can rest easy and just do an average night's work, knock on wood. Vivian came in a little late tonight, but I didn't think Mr. Gilbert noticed this time. When I went to clock in, he reeked of booze. And he wasn't too friendly tonight either. When I told him I was here, he just grunted, get to work, and went back to hitting the bottle. I guess managing a hotel isn't an easy business. It takes a mental toll on you. I feel bad for the guy, but he could try and be a little more friendly. Off to work I go for now. June 23rd continued. Break time and what a wonderful break time it is. I've only got to do what my original description entails. Sit at the front desk and answer the phone. I think I'm a little more bored tonight. There's no excitement. I managed to get more than a few words with Vivian tonight. She's a pretty rad chick once you get to know her. She's a little quiet at first, but in all, she's a very good listener. Funny thing is, we went to the same school, but she's a little older than me, by about maybe four or four and a half years. I think maybe she just graduated before I got there. I figured maybe I would ask her what she's heard about the place. That didn't quite go as well as I hoped though. She just said that she wasn't much for ghost stories and didn't go in for that sort of thing. I figured it might be better to just change the subject without thinking. I just blurted out the first thing that entered my mind. How about Mr. Gilbert, huh? He can be a real hard ass sometimes, huh? The air in the room went from warm and inviting to tense and chilly. She glanced down at the floor. What are you going to do? Bosses or crap? Am I right? True, I answered back, but I heard the way he speaks to you. Why do you put up with it? If someone gave me crap for taking care of my kid, that would be it. Where else am I going to go? I'm stuck here. That's all she said, just like that no feeling in her voice i feel so bad for the poor girl i can't imagine feeling trapped like that with no way out it must be hell there must be something else you can do i asserted why don't you just quit would you help me i didn't quite understand what she meant would you help me get out of here go find a better place um okay isn't this something you can do personally though suddenly mr gilbert was coming back from wherever he was that was the end of that she hushed me and took off for the restroom she didn't like to be in the same room with him if she could help it i was surprised he didn't ask what i was up to by myself he just asked if everything was okay and went back to whatever he was doing he is in the back office right now i don't think he was feeling too well all his drinking must have finally hit him hard i haven't heard a peep from him june 24th that was fun while it lasted but wasn't meant to be i suppose i guess asking for multiple nights in a row of unvarying work was too much to hope for anything that can go wrong has i don't know about ghosts i have yet to see one but i certainly wouldn't be surprised if there was a hex on this place maybe the rumors from school got it all wrong this place is cursed not haunted The kicker was the newlywed couple came running out of the elevator in hysterics. The man was dressed like the sorriest excuse of a police officer I have ever seen, and the woman had a practically see-through nightgown and undergarments of the edible variety. They claimed they were sleeping when the wife slipped out of bed. Her wrist was swollen like gnawed-up chewing gum, and her eye was black as a moonless night. I highly doubt anyone goes to sleep dressed like they were. And who among us who isn't 80 years old bruises up like that from falling a few inches out of the bed? Mr. Gilbert barked at me to get upstairs and check out the room as if Vivian and I didn't have enough on our plates. She was busy with the real glamorous work cleaning up after someone who came in drunk off their ass and couldn't make it to the bathroom. When the newlywed couple and I made it in their room, it was just as I thought. An alien from outer space could deduce that no one had been asleep in this room. The bed looked like a tornado hit it. The sheets were wet and stained by the complimentary bottle of champagne given out to the newly arrived happy couple. And a small dent lay embedded in the ceiling with bits of plaster trickling down. My guess was from popping the court. I sighed as I held my clipboard and started filling out the incident report. Okay, I asked, do you guys want to tell me one more time what happened here? I told you, we were, yeah, yeah, I know, sleeping. I interjected as I finished filling out the report. To tell you the truth, I'd rather not even know. I continued, thanks for giving us your contact information. A hotel representative will be in touch with you guys in a couple of days. I turned out of the room and didn't look back who knows what I might have seen had I looked more thoroughly after wandering around a few turns of the cold narrow dimly lit hallway I came upon the elevator an odd mixture of anxiety and melancholy permeated the air as I waited for the ride down it was hard to explain but it was like someone was waiting with me for the elevator like a presence that just wanted company and didn't want to be alone it didn't feel threatening but it would have creeped me out less if they tried to give me some sort of sign instead of just being present i recalled in shock when the long-standing elevator door skidded open boo vivian sprang forward from the inside and took small calculated steps towards me this worrisome attempt at playfulness was uncalled for there is a time and place for this sort of thing and i'd rather not have the daylight scared out of me in the middle of a busy shift jeez vivian you scared me half to death i protested i've been looking for you what's going on uh what hasn't been going on i complained i just got through with another incident report how about you how are things downstairs that's actually what i wanted to ask you she explained do you know where mr gilbert is i was looking all over for him phones were ringing in the lobby and neither you or him were there oh great she just left the phones ringing to come and find me mr gilbert was gonna be pissed as much as i do not like his personality sometimes i can kind of understand where his hospitality comes from vivian is a great chick but she has a real knack for not getting anything accomplished I don't know. He told me to come up here and I've been busy dealing with this wacky honeymooners from hell ever since. I massaged my weary weighty eyelids and thought harder. I think he was headed towards the kitchen the last I heard. I think a chef cut his finger on a knife or something and now they got big problems. This night has been hell. She looked me dead square in the face. It was the first time she locked eyes. I never noticed how beautiful they were before, like a painting, one that had faded over the years and didn't have that look anymore. These were the eyes of an old soul. You're right, she said. I know. Now we got to get back downstairs before Mr. Gilbert has it for both of us. No, that's not what I meant. I meant you were right before. It's time to go somewhere else, find some place better. It's time he knows. She couldn't possibly be serious she had to pick tonight of all nights to quit damn it i'm sorry but this time i'm a mr gilbert take some responsibility and don't just quit and leave everyone else hanging what's she thinking june 24th continued Vivian is gone now i haven't seen her since the elevator i guess she left now i haven't seen mr gilbert for a while i checked the kitchen thinking maybe he still hadn't wrapped things up there the light was on and the freezer was open a crack, but that's about it. I closed up and shut everything down in there for him. He'd kill me if I let the food go bad, if he had the energy to, after killing Vivian for her abrupt exit. On one hand, I'm pissed that she took off and left me, but on the other hand, I'm kind of glad I inspired her to move on in life. Well, another day, another dollar. I'll miss you, Vivian. It was nice getting to know you. June 25th. Some slight background information. The particular entry had to be logged on separate paper when I originally handwrote it. After you read it, you'll understand why. Oh my God, what have I done? There was no one there. I didn't hear anything. Not a peep. How did I not see anything? There was a horrible accident. I showed up to work today and a different manager was there. Mr. Gilbert was found dead this morning. Frozen to death after being locked in the freezer i've been at the police station from nine o'clock this morning until about 8:30 p.m since i was the only one at the front desk on duty when it happened they had a flurry of questions for me a note was found left behind at the hotel addressed to me i must have never seen it last night to this very day the note she left behind still gives me chills no pun intended the original note was kept for evidence i'm grateful that i had the foresight to make a copy of it before it was taken away from me it read there once was a woman trapped in a freezer ignoring her pleas he did not release her growing colder and colder she could see her breath and died a slow and icy death despite his crime of ignorance he had no shame he will only learn If his faith is the same, the sins of the father must be repaid. Do your research and you will find your proof, convincing the one who was ever aloof. You looked upon my situation with much pity and now I found a way for you to help me. Trust what I say and do not bat an eye. This man is certainly not a good guy. You must strike now. It is prime time. Hurry and return to the sin of the crime. There is only so much that I can do, and the rest is to fall upon you. He will beg and plea and scream and shout, but you must never let him out. Congratulations, Mike. You spent your time here investigating legends. Now you have the honor of being a part of a real one. Thanks for sticking around as long as you did. No one else ever would. Vivian Gilbert That was the first time I'd ever heard her last name. I had no clue she was Mr. Gilbert's daughter. What the police told me next really threw me for a loop. They were insistent the note couldn't have came from her because she had been dead for the previous 10 years at that time. She and her unborn baby boy froze to death after she wandered, I use the term wandered loosely, into the freezer. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. She couldn't have been dead. I'm 99% sure I heard Mr. Gilbert talking to her. It was all a bad dream. It had to be. But I wasn't awake. The police took handwriting samples and were able to determine it wasn't me who wrote the note. So there was someone else in the hotel lobby besides me. Who was it really, though? End of journal entries. I never returned to work after that. The police interviewed everyone they possibly could, other hotel guests staff members from other shelves but nothing ever panned out most of the security footage was mysteriously never captured from that evening just a small portion of mr gilbert staggering into the freezer and me nonchalantly closing it up his death would go on to be ruled an accident and i would be cleared of any wrongdoing some of the security footage from the other nights would go on to be reviewed but never revealed anything new I could always be seen talking to someone who was just out of the frame of the camera. In case you're wondering, I did look her up as the note suggested. The first thing that the computer spit out at me was an old news article about a young pregnant woman found dead after a suspicious accident at the Starlight Hotel. There was even a picture attached. Distressed as it may be, I recognized the person in the photo all too well, and I think I inadvertently helped her condemn her father to the same fate that she had suffered by his hand. Thank you for tuning in to The Raven's Post. If you have any stories you have written you would like to feature on an upcoming episode, please email me at Raven, Podcast 78 at gmail.com.